Hello, hello, and welcome back to Coffee Stained EDU Podcast. This is your host, Geneva Rodriguez, and I am coming to you with episode 24, and we're going to be discussing how to increase parent involvement when it comes to the social and academic journey of their child. It's a mouthful. I know it's pretty long. I might not stick to that actual title. I might shorten it, but you get the idea of what this episode is going to cover. We're going to be discussing how we can get parents more involved at home, and get more involved in the school so that their child has a higher chance of succeeding on a social and an academic level. I am going to um, touch base from the school perspective, from the school point. And I'm also going to talk about the parent point, what parents can do and why they should actually be involved with the social academic social and academic journey of their child before i jump into that it's a lot so it definitely will go over 25 minutes um but remember like i said the episodes that go over 25 minutes usually are um due to the fact that there's so much information that i need to cover and it's just required but i do try to keep my episodes 25 minutes or less because i know we are all busy we have lives we have careers we have families and um, I just want to be able to grab your attention for that short time and provide you with information that you might benefit from and that can make your life a little bit easier or um, you can share with someone else that you feel it can help. You can check us out online. Our website is coffeestains.org and our social media which is instagram is coffeestains underscore edu i also have a youtube channel um i haven't really been posting videos like that i've been playing around with it but i'm trying to shift into that but you can check us out i have other content that i've been posting throughout the years that's related to education from a teacher perspective as well as a school leader perspective so that's also coffee stains edu podcast you can pull it up or you can just look up my name geneva rodriguez and i'm sure it will come up um that made me think i actually googled myself recently so i know and i'm excited that all the things that i've done so far with like teacher boot camps um the digital portfolio workshops my twitter account those things come up um, and I remember a few years ago when I was searching my name, nothing really came up. I think I found like a picture from whew, years ago, I think before both my kids, um, when my sister was trying to get me into modeling. Yeah, I know. <laughs> a very short moment in my life. I actually never did it, but I actually created an account on some modeling website. Awful. Um, and the picture I posted was pretty, uh, I don't know, corny. But um I was able to pull that up a few years ago. Um, when you're in your leadership program, they tell you to, whew, there's a thunderstorm coming. Um, I don't know if you heard that thunder in the background. So they tell you to look up, to look, to look yourself up and see what's out there on social media. And I did that and that's when I found that picture. But you know, there has been a lot of changes in my life and things that I've done. So um, the things that come up now are pretty cool, pretty chill, the line to um, education, which I like. So. Um, you can find me, like I said, on YouTube. You can just search my name on the um, college stained coffee stains edu podcast. Should pop up. Um, our social media again is Instagram coffee stains underscore edu. You should follow that so you can keep up to date with all um, 
all new episodes. Um, but also if you are listening on Spotify, iHeartRadio or Amazon and you subscribe, you'll get the, you'll get the alerts. It'll pop up on your phone when I um, release a new episode. But anyways, let me try to jump right into this because this one is really um, a topic that is really packed. It packed, packed, yeah, a full, really packed with information um, because I'm going to be covering from the school point and the parent point. So it's going to be packed with a lot of information. Hopefully you can benefit from this or you know someone that can benefit from it. If you are a teacher, if you're an administrator, if you are a parent or a soon-to-be parent, um, or you know someone in, in one of those roles, please share this. I think it's very important that schools and parents have an ongoing relationship and open line of communication because if everyone like i truly believe in um the proverb it takes a village it's not just about what happens at school and that's it and what happens at home and that's it it shouldn't be two separate things it should be together it should be everyone on the same page working towards the same goal for that child to succeed on multiple levels so if parents are you know working together with the school there's a higher chance of that success right students will see kids will see that their parents are part of what's going on in school they know what's going on they have an ongoing communication open line of communication with their with their teachers they participate in school events they are aware they know what's going on they're helping with homework all that stuff right? i'm gonna jump into all of that later there's a higher chance of success there are statistics that say that um i was reading an article recently on that um and I was reading it because we are putting together uh, an assistant principal newsletter. So one of my initiatives that I'm trying to bring to the school this year is an AP newsletter. Um, and this new newsletter will basically be a connection between the school and the parents. And yeah, there are multiple ways parents can connect with the school. But the, the angle that we're taking would be from... Um, just increasing parent involvement with the social and academic journey their child is experiencing and how they can be a little bit more hands-on at home. How can they be more involved when it comes to homework, um, relationships that their friends are having. We just want to be that connection and, and build that bridge and find fun and effective ways for parents and families to connect with their students, right? How can you have conversations with your child? And this is something that I wish I would have had um, when I had my oldest in elementary school, middle school, um, high school, and now, you know, I have Dominic in elementary and we're bringing this and I think it's great. I mean, I think I've got better at having conversations with my son and knowing what questions to ask and not to ask, right? Like, just like when we're in the classroom, we tend to, um, stay away from like yes and no questions because we want to engage students in a conversation so that's the same thing we should do at home right but again i'm gonna dive all into that let's let's go from the school perspective right so like i just said um as an administrator we're bringing on this initiative to to build a bridge right between families and school and just trying to help them provide them the tools and the resources to be involved with their child's academic and social success. We know it's, some, it's difficult sometimes because parents work a lot, you know, especially living in New York. If you live in New York, you already know you need two or three jobs, right? You can't just 
um, have one job um, if you're a single parent home you already know that it's really hard to be able to support your child financially and then be there 100% emotionally and and mentally and academically and all that stuff right so it's it's important that we try our best to find ways to to show up for our kids right we might work double shifts and stuff like that but there's we have to make the time they need us they need us they need the parents they need families they need everyone to be on the same page and to show that we got them and we're and we're supporting them right so that's what the goal of the newsletter so from a school perspective the goal is always to get parents more involved right um, we want them to be involved with homework. We want them to be involved with what's going on, having conversations with their kids, participating and doing activities with them. But how do we get that to happen, right? So like a newsletter is a great way. Um, providing classroom, sorry, providing school events where parents can be involved and students can be involved, you know, events um, after school, events on the weekends, family events. That way families can be involved. They can you know the parents the kids can see the parents in the school that can help build a stronger relationship with the kid and the family and as well as with the school with the teachers administration and the staff in the school so from a school perspective you need to figure out how you can get parents more involved so like I just said I gave some tips and advice you can create um, school events you can do um, you know online is such a great way too because we know parents are so busy they have a lot going on but online provides a flexibility to attend right so maybe doing an online zoom class I know some schools do um, cooking classes with their families they do paint classes with their families they do read alouds they do just do like a, a, a coffee chat just to keep parents in the loop of what's going on. You could do a newsletter, which is what we're trying to do now. The APs are putting together a newsletter. It's gonna be a family newsletter. It's gonna go out monthly, and I'm gonna go into different things that we're gonna have in the newsletter to help, you know, increase parent involvement with, um, in their, with their child's children at home, right? So we're going, there's gonna be a section of the newsletter that's going to have, um, basically like a checklist uh, and different things that they can um, do with the students or to improve their involvement, right? So one article, one newsletter is going to have how they can become more involved with the child's education. And there's some tips about helping your child with the homework, attend school events, get to know your child's teacher, um, keep up to date with what's happening in the school. Maybe you can volunteer if possible and demonstrate a positive view on education at home. Okay, the first month, um, September's newsletter is going to be about, um, I'm trying to pull it up right now so I don't chop that up at all. It is going to be uh, a checklist about setting routines at home, right? We know that's very important for even us as adults. We need routine, we need structure. Um, I b believe I've, I mentioned it previously in, a, in another podcast episode that we need structure we need routines 
um, and we need schedules, right? It's very important. It makes our day, our days, and our lives go so much smoother. So for the for the September newsletter, we're putting back to school tips, right, and helping families, like setting routines and structures, talking to your child about how they feel about school and their friends opening a line of communication with families and setting intentions with your child for the school year. Then we have, we're gonna be providing our academic corner where we're gonna be providing supports. So we wanna encourage reading, writing, right? We wanna encourage, we want students to enjoy doing schoolwork, right? Homework. So we have a corner here where we provide some tips for the family and they can, um, reading tips, right? Setting goals and rewarding reading, uh, making reading fun, um, letting your child see that you're, you're, you read, that you enjoy reading, right? Lead by example. So we're just going to be providing some general tips on things that parents and families can do at home. We have a little fun corner for math. Um, we're going to put like a fun math game in there, like connecting the dots without lifting the pencil or how many squares are there, how many triangles are there, right? So each month is going to have one. Um, and because we are trying to in, um, increase parent involvement on a social and academic level, we're going to have an SEL wellness section for parent, for that we're gonna provide an activity for parents to participate at home with their child, right? So whether it's a breathing activity, whether it's a movement activity, whether it's just having a simple five minute conversation before bed about what is gratitude, what is kindness, what is respect, how can we show that, right? Um, so providing them an activity that they can do at home with the whole family. So to, to strengthen the relationship with their child, right? This one was a big one for me and, and it was, I took so much pride in wanting to add this because I experienced this myself, this section that I'm about to talk about. Um, instead of asking, that is what asking, asking, like I'm gonna ask you. <laughs> um, instead of asking, this is a section that we're gonna be putting in and for me this was a big one because I know I struggled with this, right? What are some questions you can ask um, some open-ended questions you can ask your child so you can engage in a meaningful conversation about school, right? Sometimes we ask questions, how was school? Fine. Did you have a good day? Yes. Um, did you read today? Yes. No. Right? So if you, you listen to those questions, they're very... Um, they don't really require a lot of thinking or a, 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 a conversation, right? It's either a yes or no. So instead of asking how was your school, to, I mean, how was school today? Ask this instead. What was one thing you learned today in school, right? So now the student, your child, has to have a conversation with you. And if they try to say, oh, I don't know, oh, I don't remember, don't accept that answer. Don't accept that answer, parents. You're going to pull it out of them. And maybe you want to break it down a little bit, bit more. Okay, one thing you learned in school today. Maybe one thing you learned in, in, in English class. Or one thing you learned in math class. Or one thing you learned in science, right? So having these conversations are going, is going to show your child that, hey, I'm involved. I care. I'm here. I'm going to ask you. And in turn, it's going to have them be a little bit more mindful and aware, like, oh, I'm going to have these conversations with mom at home um, or mom and dad or auntie, grandma, whoever it is that's in the house. So I need to be prepared, right? And, and this is going to foster relationships and conversations and it's going to strengthen 
your relationship at home, right? And that is just the overall goal. Then we're gonna have a section with court in action where we're gonna take some pictures and we, of, of, of um, the grades, two or three of them for, for the grades and just share it with families, you know? Hopefully they'll see their kids in the pictures. It, you know, it's nice for parents to see what's going on in school because they cannot be there because they're working, right? So think of it from, think from a school perspective, how you can make a connection between the school and the families that can help families become more involved and be mindful of, of, your, of your community. Be mindful that some families um, are busy, some families are working, some families are single family households. You can't um, have these expectations or one size fit all expectation for your families and assume that they come from two family, a uh, two parent household. Um, and these parents can some one way, some way miraculously be, be always involved. I um, mean, come to all school events and show up for, um, you know, parent engagement days or, or, um, you know, you just have to be mindful of that. So we have to provide opportunities for them to be more involved, whether if we don't physically see it in the school, how can we do that at home? And that is the goal of this newsletter. And I think it's a great tool that, um, and it would be very effective. And wait, I, I can't wait for the feedback from the families to see how we can um, improve it and, and what they think about it. Um, so that is from the, the school point of view, right? And I, and I know there's a lot of other things. Again, this is a podcast where I just speak from my experiences, my truth, and, and, and what I've, I've done and what I'm going to do and so on and so forth and what has worked for me. Even when I was in the classroom as a teacher, I had a newsletter. And I know school, some classes have newsletters, but they mainly talk about, um, you know, they talk about what's going on and what they're learning about in the curriculum, um, if the teacher needs more supplies, uh, if there's a trip coming up, or they talk about um, days, you know, reminders and important dates where there's going to be no school, or there's going to be a half a day, or there's parent-teacher conference, or there's a test coming up, right? Um, but my newsletter was, again, a little bit more trying to make a connection with the families, right? Opening a line of communication with families and, and um, thinking about the different families that I have to um, serve, right? Not, you know, not just assuming that all of them have a cell phone, not assuming that they all have in social media, not assuming that they all have access to email, not assuming that, that because my parent engagement time is at two o'clock in the afternoon that the parents are involved, right? So thinking of how you can meet the needs of all your families and providing multiple ways for them to communicate with you. Okay, that is very important. Very, 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 very important. And following up. And not only reaching out to parents just because their kid did something wrong in school, was acting out. We want, I'm talking from a parent's perspective, now I bounce back and forth, so keep up. <laughs> um, we want to hear the good and the bad. I remember when my oldest was in school, I used to dread seeing that phone number. I used to be scared. Whenever my phone went off, I would think, oh my gosh. Because, you know, he had some challenges um, in, in school growing up. Um, but we, you know, we got through it. But I remember, and, and I said this to the teachers, like, why do I only, like, why do I only get calls when it's bad? And it was, remember, I remember one teacher, he just shifted and he changed the game for me. And I was, I loved, I loved him as my son's teacher. I think this was the first time he actually had a male teacher too. That's why representation and males in education is important. And that's actually a topic that I'm be talking about in the next couple of episodes. I don't know which one. Yeah, I'm trying to figure it out. I'm trying to get a guest speaker on, um, a male educator. So if you're one and you're listening, please hit me up. <laughs> I would love to get a male, uh, a male perspective 
a male educated perspective, ideally a male of color, um, to come on and talk about how important it is. But I can talk from a mom's perspective, right? And seeing, I have boys, I have a, I'm a boy mom, and having seen my son with a male teacher, my oldest, and it was so, you know, there was a shift in his behaviors. It was a shift in his academics. It was just such a great change. Just, and I, and, and I truly believe it was because it was a male. And also, that male did something awesome, which I, I'm like forever grateful for. He would call me just to tell me good things. And I remember I went, at that time I picked up the phone and I was about to say, oh, what did he do now? And I was holding my breath and I'm just like, oh, I don't know if I can take any more bad news. He started off everything's fine I have no bad news to report I just wanted to let you know that we had a good day today you know Anthony um, volunteered he helped a friend or something I don't remember what it was but it just brought so much joy to my heart um, and, and just gave me so much peace right so parent um, teachers administration right let's think about how we can we can connect with families but um not only connect to, connect with them when things are going wrong in the classroom Right, we have our designated parent engagement time. Hopefully, um, use that time to also reach out and, and share something good that you noticed from the child. Right, they did good on a test, or they helped a friend, or they shared, or, or they answered their questions right, or whatever the case may be. Right, they they engage in a meaningful conversation about a certain topic. Um, they were kind. Right, let's think about ways that we can share positive information as well. Let's not just make every communication that we have with our parents something negative because then that creates a lot of tension and a wedge between us the school and with the families that we're trying to serve okay so from a parent's perspective right that was a school pers perspective pers 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 I can't even speak <laughs> um, from a school perspective I uh, know my bad <laughs> we already spoke about the school perspective we're gonna talk about the family perspective right and again like I, I kind of tapped into that a little bit talking about work and, and, and not having a lot of time or, um, you know, yeah, just not having a lot of time to be able to connect with the schools. So parents, think of how you can become more involved, right? Let's think about how, what, what activities can you do with your, with your child at home to show that you care. As simple as sitting with them and doing homework, right? You might not be able to sit and do the, everything with them, but tell them like, hey, little Timmy, um... <laughs> I don't know why I'm using little Timmy. Hey, little Timmy, um, you know, I'm working to eight o'clock today, but do me a favor. You can do, you know, do three out of your four homeworks, leave one so we can do it together, right? Or reading with them. We want to make reading fun, right? A lot of kids start to look at reading as a punishment. When parents use reading as a punishment, oh, I'm taking your, your laptop away. I'm taking your, your device away. Go to your room and read, right? Now it's looked at as a punishment. And that takes the joy away from reading. And we want to stay away from that. We want reading to be a choice for kids. We want kids to enjoy reading. And we don't want to use reading as a punishment. So please stay away from that. So think of how you can make reading fun, right? Read some fun magazines. Maybe go to the library. Set goals for reading. Reward reading, right? You know, some schools have uh, book challenges. And... If you read X amount of books within a certain amount of time, you get a prize. So think of that at home, right? Like you can do that with your child at home, going to the library or going to the Scholastic Bookstore, purchasing books online, on Amazon. And 
making reading fun and you want your child to see you reading right we want your child to, you want your child to see you writing you want to show you want to create a positive educational home right meaning that you see education as a positive you don't want kids to look at it as just an option or something that they have to do and that they're forced to do and there's no joy or excitement in it we want to shift away from that right so think of it you're a busy mom or busy dad busy auntie busy grandma um, and but you have kids that are in school they need you I know teachers are doing their job and they're amazing at what they do but it takes more than just a teacher right we need everyone involved. We need families involved. We need the whole village involved in the academic and social journey of children, right? So think of activities you can do at home, and it doesn't have to take all day. We know you're busy. You might come in when the kid is about to go to sleep, right? So take a five-minute time. I mean, take five minutes out of your time to participate in some type of quick activity or connection, connecting with your child, a conversation with your child, and maybe think of different topics, right? Writing your notepad on your phone, some topics uh, to engage in conversations with your child. Remember, ask questions about their day, but don't, um, don't use... Um, close-ended close-ended questions or yes or no questions you want to use open-ended questions um, and you can uh, you can find these questions online it's so simple like how to you can google how to engage in conversations with your child right how can I become more involved in my child's academic and social um, well-being um, five minutes before bed you can probably have a conversation of reflecting on your day let's think about your day what was something that you enjoyed about your day something that you wasn't too happy about what's something you want to try new tomorrow right that takes five minutes and goes such a long way and again like I said it's gonna is it, it takes everyone to be on the same page and to try to make this work but it's possible it takes consistency it takes effort and it's gonna take time especially if this is not something that you've been doing but you have to start somewhere. It's best that you start now and set the tone for the school year now, right? It's, it's, it's um, July going until August. We start school out here in September. So you have a lot of time to try to shift the way you've been doing things and to become more involved. And you don't have to do everything I said. You know, I gave you some tips and advice on what you can do at home and what you can do as an educator to get parents more involved, or if you're a parent, how you can become more involved. And again, like, don't beat yourself up because you cannot be there at school for every event or um, trips and stuff like that. You know, there's so, there's so much you can do from home that will make a difference in your child's life. And you will, see, you will see that improvement. You will see that improvement in how they talk to you, how they respond to you, how they respect you, how they, how they move when it comes to school. They're going to be excited to talk about school. They're going to be excited to come home and have conversations with you. When you create this routine, this pattern, they're going to be looking forward to these conversations. But be consistent with it. Our kids need structure. They need consistency. And we need to provide that to them, especially at home. All right, all right. So I hope that was helpful to you. That was episode 24. <laughs> I had to check. Episode 24, how we can help increase parent involvement with social and, ac and um, academic, well, with the social and academic journey of their child. We spoke from the school perspective and we spoke from the parent perspective. So my challenge from the school level would be think about how you can help parents become more involved and again it might not be physically in the school building but how they can become more involved 
with the social and academic well-being of their child. Think outside the box, please. And remember that no two parents, no two families are the same. A parent challenge I have is to think of one way you, be, you can become involved with your child's social and academic well-being. I gave you a lot of um, suggestions. Start reading with your kids, provide awards for their reading, lead by example, let them see you reading and writing and having a joy for it. I'm taking five minutes out of your day to have a conversation with your child using open-ended questions. So this is a wrap for episode 24. Again, this is your host, Geneva Rodriguez. You can listen to us on Spotify, iHeartRadio, and Amazon Music. Our Instagram is coffeestains underscore edu. And our website is coffeestains.org. Thank you, thank you. It's a wrap.